Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. My name is Nigel. Jason Hammer is here. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show. Uh, we'll go to the drivehubler.com hotline and bring on Kevin Bowen from 107.5 The Fan, Kevin and Query Show. What, what was the final score last night of the Colts game? Uh, 50 to 54 to 19 or something like that? Is that what it was? 54 to 19. Yeah. It's funny you say that, Nigel. I literally have to double check. I go back and look <laughs> at the box score. And I see thirty-three to nothing in the fourth quarter, and I think that's the score of the game. Yeah, right. Like, no, wait, that was just the fourth quarter in fifteen minutes of football. They lost thirty-three to nothing. Isn't that some kind of record? I mean, it's only been done a couple of other times in the NFL where the team puts up that many points in the fourth quarter. Yeah, I want to say it was like nineteen twenty-five. <laughs> the last, I mean, good lord. Like, when you watch basketball games, like, you expect teams to make runs. Like, oh, they went on a 19-0 run. They went on a 20-2 run. You don't expect NFL to be a 33-0 run in the fourth quarter. No. No, yeah, this is not like, okay, how many timeouts can you take to stop this run? This is just an avalanche, you know, constant turnovers. No one's stopping the bleeding. and And it looked like a team, which, you know, to be totally fair, did not look like this team at the start of the night. I thought the first quarter was yeah. arguably their best opening quarter of the season. It looked like a team stumbling into their bye week, and it's the latest bye week in the NFL. And given everything that happened, I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't be too shocked by thirty-three nothing in one quarter. Yeah. And so, what did happen? What are the big takeaways? I know you have an article on your website every after every Colts game. You know the five big takeaways. What What did you like? You know, what's the main thing we can all glean from this uh, this game? Well, I think a lot of it is just kind of the story of the season and that it's just a turnover-ridden team. Matt Ryan's a turnover machine at quarterback. Um, pass protection cannot hold up at all. Um, and I would say my biggest takeaway from last night is just it's time to bench Matt Ryan. Um, I guess if you know your sole goal is to tank the rest of the year, Matt Ryan can probably help you achieve that. Uh, but there are some financial components to not playing Matt Ryan. Um, that I, I, I think you have to look at for next season. Uh, and also, I mean, you can, you can look at it two ways. Nick Foles is the backup. He's a veteran. Uh, doesn't he give you a better chance to evaluate what you, got, what you have elsewhere on the offense right now? Or, you know, Sam Ellinger only was out there for two games. By no means am I saying Sam Ellinger is the future, but if you give him four more games, maybe you get a clear answer on what his future looks like. Uh, but in the short term and the long term, Matt Ryan, there's no reason to see him play another staff this season. One of the things I heard you and Jake talking about this morning, Kevin, was pretty interesting. If you're the Colts and you really feel like you have to draft a quarterback, but you might not be in the position to get one because you're drafting ninth or 10th and the guys may be gone, would you consider packaging Jonathan Taylor and a draft pick to move up to get a quarterback? I thought that was an interesting Whoa. debate. Yeah, I, I think anyone and everyone is on the table. I mean, no one to me on this roster is untouchable. Um, I just think at the state of where you're at as a franchise, and, and really, I think it's a pretty 
I I say that based in reality as well because, you know, assuming they make another move, you know, I don't think a Chris Ballard-Jeff Saturday tandem is going to be week one next year. Anytime you bring in a new regime, no one on your roster is safe. That new regime is looking to get their fingerprints on that roster. They're going to look at guys and contract value and all that, and they're going to say, I didn't draft you. I didn't re-sign you. I don't think you are worth that value. You might have been in that system, but you, you are not that in our system, all of those things. So um, it's the most important position in sports. You know, Buffalo and Kansas City, the two best teams, again, in the AFC, they both traded up significantly in their respective drafts, 2017 and 2018, for Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. No one, and again, I'm a diehard NFL fan, no one remembers what they gave up to get those guys, but they went up and got them. So as long as you find that guy, you won't lose sleep over losing Jonathan Taylor. Because if you're looking at the draft order right now, you've got the Chicago Bears. They're sitting at number two right now. Now, they could go to number three, whatever, but they're going to be around that spot. They've got their quarterback. They may be willing to play some ball and trade out a little bit, but the question then becomes, do you love any of these quarterbacks that are coming out this year? Uh, tonight, everyone needs to be, I believe it's Who Day Nation. Uh, you, you, you want the Saints to beat the Buccaneers tonight. If that happens, the Colts would slide up from ninth to eighth. So when we talked last week, the Colts were 14th. They've already moved up to ninth. Uh, they can move up to eighth again tonight. Uh, welcome to reality here on December 5th, 2022 of this Colts season. Uh, but like you said, you want Chicago to continue to lose. They have a quarterback in Justin Fields they're not going to move away from. You would think they would be a trade candidate. And, again, the Colts go on their bye week now. So there are some other four-win teams with the Colts that will have a chance to win next week when the Colts are obviously sitting at home. So, again, this is all the reality of where you're at right now. And when you don't have the answer moving forward, uh, that's why so much attention, deservedly so, gets paid to it. But I will add this. I, I felt this watching the Sunday 1 o'clock games unfold and the Titans get you know beat like a drum by the Eagles. Tennessee's seven and five. They're going to win like nine games, and yet they're going to blow out the rest of the AFC South. It's such a sad state that in the most pathetic division in the AFC, none of these franchises, and the Colts would fall into that, uh, the Jaguars and the Texans as well, can even be a somewhat of a threat to just an okay Tennessee team. Did Jeff Saturday? I mean, do you think he's lost the team? Did he ever really have? the team or are they just did it seems like yeah like you mentioned earlier they just kind of quit in the fourth quarter what do you think the relationship is between jeff saturday head coach and the and the rest of the team yeah it's a good question nige i you know the i would say one of the things in a positive light that has been very different for the Colts these four games was saturday versus reich they've gotten off to really good starts in pretty much all their games uh under saturday like i said 10-7 lead at the end of the first quarter last night was a tremendous start um, but as you pointed out, they are struggling mightily in the fourth quarter. And last night, of course, speaks for itself. But even before that, you know, Philly scored, I think, 14 on you in the fourth. Pittsburgh outplayed you in the final quarter as well. So I think that would be a bit of a concern. I, the more I watch this team, though, I mean, isn't this pretty much the same product we saw with Frank Reich? Yeah. And if that's the case, isn't this a ton of personnel driven? And isn't that a reflection on Chris Ballard? Um, that, that's where I keep on coming back to with a month to go in the season. If the Colts want to move on from Matt Ryan, how much is that going to cost? 
So it's a bit complicated, um, but I brought this up a little bit earlier to you guys. Financially would be the biggest reason that I would bench Matt Ryan right now. He's already uh, has $12 million guaranteed for next season. There's no way getting out of that. Um, he is due bonuses up to $17 million that will kick in in March. Now, those bonuses become guaranteed if he were to get hurt late this season and not be able to pass a physical at the start of the new league year, which is typically about mid-March. So that's what I'm getting at and saying, I watched Matt Ryan take a hit in the fourth quarter last night. First off, I'm watching Matt Ryan take every snap. Like the Colts don't have any other quarterback on their roster. But how many times do you see in blowouts the starter get pulled right away, let alone the 37-year-old 15-year vet? So that would be my reason for – Benching him now, part of, I think, kind of a three-prong reasoning behind benching him. But $17 million, that's a good chunk of money for a guy that is clearly not giving you the best chance to win right now. Um, that type of you know, injury guarantee that he could play himself or he could injure himself into, which, again, behind this offensive line, doesn't seem like the most far-fetched thing in the world. That would be concerning to me. Any truth at all to these folks on Twitter that are saying, oh, Jim Harbaugh was in town over the weekend. Jim Mersey was going to wine and dine Jim Harbaugh, and Andrew Luck was supposed to talk to Jim Harbaugh for Jim Ursay. Any truth at all to that stuff? Well, Harbaugh was in town for the weekend. Right, but did he have Andrew Luck act as his liaison to go say, hey, why don't you go coach the Colts? You know, I, I'm not going to pretend to be like this close, close friend to Andrew Luck, but I do know him to a degree. Uh, I've gotten the vibe over the years that Andrew Luck and Jim Harbaugh's relationship is not peanut butter and jelly. Um, and I cannot see Andrew Luck, who is now you know out in Stanford trying to get his master's degree and has two young girls and uh, doesn't seem to be totally plugged in or wanting to be plugged in to the Colts franchise and or the NFL game, saying, yeah, sure, party of three at St. Elmo's. Let's do it, Jim, Jim, and Andrew. I, I just – I. I can't see that happening. Having said that, do I think Jim Harbaugh would be a candidate that Jim Irsay would be very intrigued by? Definitely. Uh, I'm going to post a candidate list coming up here in the next day or so on our uh, website. Uh, it's our sister station's website, 1075thefan.com. And Harbaugh's definitely a name. I mean, his NFL resume was darn impressive in a handful of seasons at San Francisco. Uh, and he's flirted with the NFL. He was very, getting back to the NFL. He was very close with Minnesota last year. I think a big question throughout all of this, guys, is how attractive is this job? Oh, yes, yeah. to a degree, it's one of 32, but Jim Harbaugh's not just going to take a job just to take a job. I mean, he's got a pretty good job. He's paying pretty good money right now at his alma mater. You've got to think about that, and you walk into this situation where the owner's heavily meddled lately, the GM position is very awkward right now, this Jeff Saturday thing is kind of awkward, and again, the quarterback question of the future is very much up in the air. It's just not the most like stable ground attractive right. situation compared to some other openings. 30 seconds or less here. Would Jim Harbaugh be more swayed if the GM title went with being the head coach? Is that something Ursay would even consider? Yeah, it's a good question, Hammer. Um, I have, you know, that's not been Ursay's motive, um, but to get a guy like. Harbaugh or Sean Payton, you probably are going to have to give up some personnel control. I, that's not something Harbaugh did at San Francisco. But, again, that was 10 years ago by now. Um, 
I'd be very interested to see if Ursay is willing to do that. That gives one person a whole lot of voice, and he usually is not operated like that. Tell us where we can get more coverage. Yeah, 107.5 The Fan, like I mentioned, our website, got written content uh, up there, and then 7 to 10 a.m. every morning, myself and Jake Query on 107.5 The Fan. KB, I appreciate your time. Thanks, Thank KB. you. All right, guys, see you. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show.